You know, I am just so glad that we are covering this, this law of revival. To me, I have read this quite a few times. And I think the first time I read this is in 2012. But Broadley spoke this in the 60s. I believe he spoke it in 1960. But I'm just so glad that LSM was able to translate it into English because I never wrote it to read the Chinese portion. I just come to the English one. And I was just so touched. That's why I repeated. And I also heard that uh, Julie Kager recycled this, how many, every year? Every year he would read this again. So it is quite something, you know, for brothers to be so touched by this. It should entice us to jump into this book. You know, um, the first conference I had in the U.S. is in 1972, okay? And that is on the informal training of the Song of Songs. Brawley spoke about this in Eldon Hall, okay? We, I was in San Jose then. We just watched it by video. But when Brawley was speaking about the Song of Songs, I was just so very touched. You know, and I wanted to be just like that Shulamite, go all the way, you know, so that we become one with him. Don't you think you have this aspiration? Amen. You know, I really felt that this is the speaking of the Lord to us even today, after so many years. So I just hope that we would open our entire being to him so that he can speak this matter into us. And then in 1976, in Anaheim, California, well, that was my wedding day. Okay. And Broly was the main speaker. And he spoke about this. He said, our life, our life depends on our choice. You know, we are given a free choice. So we can choose this way, or we can choose another way. So I don't know why Brother Lee would share such a message on a wedding day. You know? But because I was sitting up front, I cannot go to sleep. I listened carefully. And he's saying that our life depends on our choice. You can actually choose a life of song of songs. Or you can be in a life of vanity of vanities. You know, such a big contrast. You know, but this is written by the same person. It's by King Solomon. You know? He said, if you take the Lord as your portion and love him, then you can have a life full of songs. You want a life full of songs? Amen. Or a life full of lamentation? <laughs> I just hope that the Lord will really touch us so that we will be saved from the life of vanity of vanities and be in the life of the song of songs. You know, so this was ingrained in me for many years. And then when this book came out, it really gave me away. Because after so many years, I sort of maybe discouraged, given up. You know, how come our life is just full of ups and down? Maybe some of you never go down. I always go down. You know, when I think I'm up, then I'm down. You know? So I say, what? In Spanish, they say, que pasa? What's going on? <laughs> What is going on with my life? And then this message came through and said, yes, our life is cyclical. You know, yesterday, Rick drew that picture of Reese. Yeah. Okay. But I'm glad that this is not the total picture. We go cyclical, but the general average is going upward. 
Don't you think that's wonderful? It's going upward until we become the same as He is in life and nature. Because one day, we will be just like Him when we meet Him. Don't you think that is wonderful? It is just how fast you go, you know. You may go up and down, up and down forever in the day, you know. But if we go, keep going upward and upward, one day we will be the one. We want to be the one that will bring our Lord back. Amen. Don't you, do you, do you want to be in that number? Yes. The one that we call back the Lord. Amen. And the way is actually through the law of revival. Okay, we cannot expect there is no problem. There is always going to be problems. Okay, just when you think you are strong, then you are weak. Okay, but if we really trust the Lord, the resurrection life that is in us, you know, this resurrection life will bring us from glory to glory. One step at a time. So don't be discouraged. You know, nowadays with this pandemic, many of us are discouraged. But even in this pandemic, you know, the whole world, even a lot of Christians, seems to think that the day of the Lord is coming near. You know, even my classmates who are all in the Baptist church, you know, they felt like what is happening to us today must be the Lord telling us that he is returning. And here in the Lord's recovery, we feel that even more. That's why in the Labor Day conference, we talk about the Lord's coming. But the Lord's coming is not for us to count the days, you know, it is 2000, you know, 2070. It is for us to be able to prepare ourselves for his return. And so I felt like this book will be a big help to all of us. Would be a big help to us. You know, but as I was considering very much, you know, as I said, I read this book quite a few times, you know, and, uh, but I don't quite trust my own memory. Even though I read this again two, three times before I come here this, this time, I still feel that the speaking of brotherly is most important for us to dive into. You just have a way to speak spirit and life into us. So, if you don't mind, I will read quite a few from chapter 5. Is that okay, Rick? I can write it, you know, I cannot do all those seven points or eight points, you know. (laughs) I can still not remember what all those points are, but it's in my iPhone. (laughs) Okay. But... uh, Instead of trying to remember all this, then I'll be fully in my mind. I will try to reach you by the exercise of my spirit. Marilyn, do you think that's good? Yes. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so it, it jumped from place to place, but it's actually chronological from the first page to the last page. And I have actually three pages that I want to read. So are you okay? Everyone have your coffee? (laughs) All right. Message five is talking about knowing the Lord's resurrection. Knowing the Lord's resurrection. I think we all love to do that, right? Yeah. But the last three words, you know, is something that we need to consider. It's true being broken. True being broken. How many of you like to be broken? Can you raise your hand? <laughs> oh, yeah, only three or four. <laughs> but praise the Lord. <laughs> All right, let me do this. You know, when Broly started in this message, he talks about the spiritual experience of an individual and of the church being to be broken. Okay, so this is our way. So it's better that you love it. You know, don't try to avoid it. Because if you try to avoid you, you know, you would not be in that law of revival. Okay, so probably you said, after we hear a message, 
May we really, really consider that we want to go on with the Lord. And then when we talk about, you know, so many messages talking about we need to pray unceasingly and all this, you know. How many of us actually pray unceasingly? I don't even dare to ask the raising of hand, you know, because I don't think anybody. You know, but he said, when such message is given, we all love to pray unceasingly. We all want to pray. We want to be a man of prayer. But, but, many times we fail. Just as we want to start praying, something come. You know, a phone call would come. And probably call, those phone call actually come from the devil. You know the devil could call you <laughs> through your cell phone? You know, in the past, if you just walk away from your landline, you're safe. But today, you know, the landline follow you everywhere. Okay. So he said, when you do this, what do you do? And he actually said this. When you have disturbances like this, and you still turn to pray, that prayer is actually much better than your scheduled prayer. Have you heard of such thing? Paul, have you heard of such thing? No. You wanted me to read it to you? <laughs> have you read this book? Not this chapter. What do you mean? <laughs> it's just like, you, you know, you go all the way, but you don't want the conclusion. <laughs> the last chapter is the most important chapter. It's like the New Jerusalem. Ay, yeah, yeah. Okay, barbaridad. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Okay. So he talks about, you know, even like, even like reading the Bibles. You know, some of us really love to read the Bible, right? And we schedule three chapters or all one chapter of new. But how many of us actually continue this all year long? You know, I suppose a lot of us has to do catch-up. You know, these last two days, I mean six chapters of Old Testament and two chapters of New Testament. So this afternoon, I have to catch up. You know, it seems like things like this happen, you know. But, but, probably saying that if we are in an environment and in a situation, when you come back to read the Bible, that Bible is just full of light. You know, so don't try to see and don't try to wish that your environment is just okay. Then you will read the Bible. Then you will pray. You know? Yes, it's good. It's not bad. But the effect, your experience of it may not be that good. And so probably explain it as this. You know? This disturbances, this interruption it's a kind of being broken. You know, like, for example, you want to read the Bible, and your children start crying, you know. They want to be fed and all this, right? This always happened. You know, I have three sons. You know, I, I know what's going on there. <laughs> and because I have three sons, they're the most active people. You know, the good thing to say about them is they are active, but there are some other description. <laughs> okay, isn't it? So Broly said that this is quite something, you know. And he said, even when you talk about the beginning of the church life in Acts, you may think that everything is nice, but there is also a lot of negative things there. You know, you have Ananias, Sapphira, you know, you have all those people that complain that they did not receive food because of distribution, and you have racial problem and all these things. You know, it is at the start. You may think the church at Pentecost is one of the best church. We're all trying to return back to the church at Pentecost. But you should also see in Acts, they have all these negative things or not so positive things that go on. You know. But praise the Lord, those things there major on Christ. They focus on Christ. That's why they can go on. You know. This is all talking about this cycle that we are in. Okay, You have the positive things, but the enemy will come in to try to bring you down. But for him to be able to bring you down, 
cause the Lord to do much more in your life. Okay, much more in your life. You know, I have here quite a lot of testimony that does come from the saints. Even through this pandemic, they touched the Lord so much. These are some of the saints. But some of the saints get depressed. You know, so they need to turn back to the Lord so that they will be in the way of revival. You know, we don't have to accept this from the enemy. We should just tell the enemy, the Lord in us is the Lord of revival. Amen. You know, he is going to revive us out of all kinds of situations. Amen. Do you believe this? Yes. You know, even as we are going through the life of Abraham, you know, the life of Abraham is not all kosher. You know, he's a lot of problems. Okay, and he lied and he lied. You know, I always think, man, I would never lie to people that my wife is my sister. <laughs> but he did it twice, you know. And there's so many other things, you know. But praise the Lord, because he trusts in the Lord. You know, the Lord was able to bring him onward. Today, in our environment, in all the situation that we are in, especially in the last days, we need to trust that this Lord that we have is the Lord of revival. Okay? He wants us to be revived so that he can gain the new Jerusalem that he is after. Okay, now you say, why do we need to be broken? So, the next section is talking about being broken in order to be purified. Being broken in order to be purified. You know, we human beings are just full of mixtures. You know, we still have these two parts. The God-created part that has fallen. You know, the God-created part that has fallen. But we as Christians also have the regenerated part that we receive when we believe in the Lord. You know, so this makes us very complicated. Okay, it makes us very complicated. And with this, there's a lot of mixtures. So in order to Lord, for the Lord to gain what he is after in his New Testament economy, to make us one with him the same as he is, he needs all this helper so that he can actually purify us. Okay, so some of the things that Brawley said is here. Sometime, maybe to us it's a lot of time, sometimes the breaking, burning, and trying are in the form of external persecution and attacks. External. Sometimes I think externals is easier to deal with, you know. Okay, but there's also other things, you know. And other times they are in the form of internal disputes and discord. We cannot say that a church, okay, listen to this, huh? We cannot say that a church or a brother in these circumstances has fallen. They are in their circumstances, you know. It's very easy for us to judge people. You say, oh man, they are going through this, they have fallen, they have backslided. You know, but Broly said, we should not think this way, you know. Yes, they are in some kind of conflict internally and externally. We should really see that this is the time that the Lord wants to revive them. Don't you think this is wonderful? You know, if you don't see this, you know, you just may forget about them. You know. But today, we need to see that they are not really the fallen people. You know. We must remember that although the outward condition may be bad, the intrinsic nature is being purified and built up. Our condition may be bad, but the intrinsic matter is being built up. Our mixture needs trial in order to be exposed so that we may be purified. Okay, now listen to this. To be tried, to be tried is to be purified. To be tried is to be purified. It is not simple to be purified. We cannot be purified through one trial. That's why we go from trials to trials. You know? Because it's just one time, it's not going to work. You know? 
the cycles occurs again and again. And when we are in, when we are in the process, we actually feel miserable and dejected. But if we know that we are in a cycle, when you're down, you know you'll go up. Because we are in these cycles of revival. You know? So you will not be as miserable. <laughs> Isn't that true? You will not be as miserable. Okay, you know, one time, Brawley went to be with the Lord. You know, after Brawley went to be with the Lord, we still have some turmoil. Okay? But I, it bothers me very much. Because, you know, in the past, if we have turmoil, we just forget it, let body deal with it. Well, that's very easy, especially in Anaheim, you know. If we have a problem in the church, we just tell Brother Lee about it. So I go sleep very well. <laughs> but I don't know if he sleeps or not, but that's his problem. <laughs> He's our umbrella. Don't you think that's wonderful? For 20-some years, we just do that. Give him a phone call or make an appointment. This is our problem, our finances, you know, this brother, that brother. All right, bye, go home and sleep. (laughs) But, you know, when Broly was gone, it is quite difficult. So one time, I went to Sister Lee because I thought Sister Lee may have some insight. Okay, so I asked Sister Lee. I told a Sister Lee some of the problems that we are going through. Boy, Sister Lee is not sympathetic at all. (laughs) You know what he told me, or what she told me? She said, Albert, this is not your recovery. Oh, this is not. Yes, this is the Lord's recovery. So you could say, this is the Lord's revival. Okay, so... You should learn to trust in the Lord. You know, if you are down, just remember, every time we have a turmoil, the church went on, even to a higher level. Don't you think that is true? This is really true. After the 88, 89 turmoil in Anaheim, probably went to the high peak of the divine revelation, into blending, into vital groups and all those things. Don't you think that is wonderful? Yes, you have a downturn, but the upturn is even much, much better. I think without that downturn of 88, 89, you know, Bradley would not have considered, or maybe he would, but anyway, I'm just so glad that we are not in a standstill. We did not stay in a down situation. And so Bradley keeps saying, this applies to the church This should also apply to our personal experience of the Lord. I don't know how many of you feel bad, feel down, so you think that to come to a conference like this may help you, and I think it will help you. But you need to open up your entire being to Him. Like Chattel, we need to open our entire being to Him so that He can bring us into the road of revival. You know, we will be in the proper cycles. All right, let's go on because I have three pages to cover. Okay, another thing is, Broly here, where we need the revelation of resurrection in the environment of death. All right, needing the, revel- needing the revelation of resurrection. But where can we know this? Where can we know resurrection? It's actually in the environment of death. There's no death, no resurrection. I think we sing hymns like this, you know, but we think this should apply to others. You know. But actually, in our human life, if we are not in a situation that is difficult, we could never enjoy the resurrected Christ. Okay, but here, Bradley said something that is very very touching to me. He said that when Paul came to writing the book of Philippians, it is not like when he was writing Romans or 1 Corinthians. Because in writing Philippians, he is in prison. 
you know, he's in prison. He's in a lot of suffering there, you know. But you, if you look at Philippians, there is something that is even higher. Don't you think that's wonderful? You know, like for example, in Philippians, he could say even towards the end of his life that he has one aspiration. That aspiration is for Paul to know him. Oh, that's 310, right? To know him and the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his suffering being conformed to his death. Just remember, this came out of all the suffering, all this imprisonment that Paul went through. So, probably use this verse to tell us that we want the revelation of resurrection. We must know. Many times, it comes in an environment of death, okay? And then he went on to say that we need to experience something, you know, experience Song of Songs. You know, I think uh, this book, The Law of Revival, is broadly speaking on the Song of Songs, but make it so applicable to our present life. That's why I think we need to all dive into this and read it. And I would say read it again and again. It seems like every time I read it, I get a little bit more of what Broly is trying to say. You know, when you first read it, you think you understand, you know, but you forget it. And you don't really understand. Because if you truly understand, you would never forget it. Isn't that true? Right. Yeah, so I hope we would do that, you know. Okay, so he here, he starts something. In this, we need to experience the song of song. But this song of song is a progression that is going on from chapter 1 to chapter 8, right? I think Rick is an expert on song of song. Is that right? <laughs> but in your, a lot of your message, you talk about song of song. So I thought you are an expert. But then he said something like this. If we come to the book of Song of Song, we need to progress. Progress from feelings to revelation. Amen. From feelings to revelation. He said it's so easy to have some kind of feelings. And we are so happy. You know, we are willing to testify. You know. So that is very good. But that's the first part of Song of Song. We need to go on with the Lord. We need to go on so that the Lord can actually reveal to us the revelation of resurrection. That is the revelation of power. You know, resurrection is full of power so that we can walk on this way. Okay. And he said the experiences of the maiden who represent the Lord's seekers, go higher and deeper, step by step. Okay, you now this, all this speaking is very important. It's step by step. You know, the Lord may be leaping in the mountain, but we have to go step by step. Don't keep jumping around, you know, you just might fall. Okay, it's a step by step. Not only so, he grows or she grows step by step, okay? As, um, you know, at first, you know, he was, he's like the horse, a mare, you know, uh, among Pharaoh's chariot. And when I first read this, when I heard Broly talk about a song of song, oh, I said, that is not so bad, you know. But the more you hear what Broly is talking about, it is also not so good, okay? Because that horse is using his natural ability his natural ability and a natural strength, you know, to go on with the Lord. And that's why in, uh, in that same chapter, right, he said, we make you plates of gold and studs of silver. Studs of silver is the cross to deal with our natural person. And the plates of gold is the nature of God that he tried to constitute into our being. Yes, you know, we cannot stay. Yes, it's good that we have an aspiration to follow the Lord, to love the Lord in such a way. 
You know, but if we just stay on our natural ability to love him, we will not be growing, you know. We need to allow the cross to come in to deal with our natural self. And we, by having our natural self being dealt with, the Lord will be able to infuse us with more of his constituent. You know, this is how we grow step by step. Okay. And you know, also in the first, you know, the maiden was described, was praised. He said, your eyes are like dove. And this signified being single in her desire for her beloved. And then in chapter 2, he's like a lily. In the chapter 3, he's like a pillar of smoke. A pillar of smoke. And this indicates that he's gradually ascending. You know, this is like what we are talking about. It's going through a cycle. But the cycle is ascending. I don't know if you ever watched Dow Jones. I'm sorry, but I read Dow Jones. It's always a cycle, you know. What you're afraid of is the cycle is going downward to 28,000. Then you get worried. But if the cycle is going up and down, but it's going higher and higher, you're okay. You're in the bull market, not bear market. Okay. So this is what we need to consider. Yes, we're going up and down, up and down. You know. But our trend should be up. We should be growing. We should be growing step by step and day by day. You know, you know this is what the Song of Songs is telling us. You know. Now he's beginning, you know, he, has, he was gradually ascending. She is, then she was also praised as the palanquin. You know, don't you think that's wonderful? You know, we don't have time for all this, you know. But, you know, you can go back and read all this book, you know, the book from Brother Nee on Song of Song, and also from Brother Lee. And uh, as he was ascending, you know, he became something. He became as terrible as an army with banners. The palanquin becomes an army. Okay? So by this time, he's so strong and victorious. He's so strong. But this, just remember, it takes time. It takes, you know, day by day, being constituted with the Lord so that we can be strong and victorious. And when you are strong and victorious, don't think that every day will be strong. You still have downtime, you know. But maybe you will go stronger and stronger, more victorious these days than the past. You know, you know Brody in his sharing is talking about, you know, we may think that the church is not advancing. Okay? But if you have a big view of what the Lord is doing, actually, we today are better than yesterday. You know, that's why all those the brothers share, you know, in the Elden days, you know, such wonderful days. And I'm so glad I was able to participate a little bit on those Elden days. But, but when they went to Europe in the 70s, you know, those people were mostly in Elden Hall, okay? They were not able to be so successful. They were there for a time. But then the turmoil came in. And that turmoil came in and stopped our work in Europe for more than 20 years. For more than 20 years. And so we were fellowshipping about this. You know. He said, yes, at that time, you know, there are so many lovers of Christ. You know, I, I don't know if some of you participate. You know, there's that one conference in LA conventions and we are so touched by the love of the Lord. Marilyn, were you there? One day. <laughs> One day you'll be there? Oh. <laughs> anyway, you know LA Convention Center? You know, we were all jumping up and down. I thought that that floor is going to collapse. <laughs> because the whole floor is moving. Because we all jump in cadence. <laughs> but you know, we are so happy because we just love the Lord so much, you know. We want to give our all. Even if the floor should fall down, it's okay. <laughs> you know, but then when we look at the situation, the migrations, 
to Europe, to the eastern part of this country, and all this, you know. There are some hiccups because the Lord was not able to go through. He needs some more time to perfect many. But if you go to Europe today, it's totally different. You know, if you want to have a conference tour, you can have a conference week by week. Okay, there's so many conferences. So the brothers have to, okay, say, no more, no more, you know. You cannot say your conference is always international. <laughs> you can only say once a year your conference is international. You know, otherwise, you know, the saints just doesn't know which conference you go to. You know. Do you know that? You know that? But still, there are so many conferences. I'm supposed to be in... Uh, in Lisboa, I should be in Paris, and I, uh, but I'm just too weak. You know, I think COVID did me in. <laughs> but praise the Lord, the Lord is just going on in such a way. You know, don't you think this is wonderful? Amen. You know, if we just look at the past, we may think, "Oh, the past is so glorious," but the Lord did not return. That means we still have a lot of ways to go on. Okay, and it depends not on those people in Elden Hall. It depends on you and me today. Oh, we need to turn to the Lord with our whole being, our whole heart, our whole soul. So that the Lord could gain us to be such strong and victorious ones. Okay? Anyway... All right. Now, this next part is quite important. Brother Lee is saying that when we first experience Christ, we are mainly in our feelings. You know, when we say we love the Lord, I think most of that is our feeling. We just feel so much love for the Lord. Okay? But he said, this is not enough. This is not enough. And I think you share about that. Loving Jesus is not all. There's still a lot. But what is all? How do we go on? So Broly shared here, you know. He needs to have the experience and knowledge of her beloved, who also progresses. Okay? You know, you need to love him with your feelings, but you cannot stop there. You need to continue in your experience of him. And you need to continue in your knowledge of him. You know, that's why Paul, even at the end of his life, said he still wants to know him. You know? That means, you know, his knowledge after 26 years is still not enough. You know, he still needs to know him. So don't think that in the past we have learned something, and that is good enough. We can base on the past for the rest of our days. You know? No, our when you say Christ is all-inclusive, that means, you know, it takes a lot of time, even probably for eternity, for you to really know Christ. Have you ever thought about that? You know, I thought about this kind of thing a lot. Because I thought, you know, in eternity it will be so boring. You know? It is so boring because there is nothing new. You know? But if our Christ is all-inclusive, all-expanding, all-extending... You know, it takes eternity just to know Christ. Don't you think that's wonderful? But we have to start it here today. We need to know him more and more. Don't ever stop knowing our Christ, you know. We have to have the experience and knowledge of him, you know. And so when he referred back to the book of Song of Song, he said, you know, chapter 1 begins with her saying, His love is better than wine. That's very good. That's mainly in the feelings, right? And then in chapter 2, he, he went on and shared more and more, you know. Yeah, he said, okay, then he progresses, you know, my beloved to me is like a cluster of henna flowers and all this stuff, you know. So just, just go back to read Song of Song. Even in his feelings of the Lord is going upward. But he did not stop just with his feeling or her feeling, you know. So if we come to the second stage of this maiden, the second stage of her experience, 
Her knowledge of the beloved actually changes. Her knowledge of the beloved changes. In verse 8 and 9, the maiden says, Now he comes, now he comes, leaping upon the mountain and skipping upon the hills. He said, My beloved, it's like a gazelle or a young heart. You know, this is telling us that the Lord wants to give us the revelation of resurrection. Amen. You, know, you know, we are so sad. You know, like Peter, even we want to stop the Lord from going to the cross because we don't have any vision of resurrection. Isn't that true? Even the Lord told him, you know, in three days I'm going to be resurrected. But, you know... I don't know if Peter is a cow or what, you know. He can hear the music, but he doesn't understand. <laughs> but maybe we are all cows. You know, we actually do not know what the Lord is telling us. Or it is not a real vision to us. We need the vision of resurrection. Amen. Oh, I just hope that the Lord would show us such a vision. You know. Okay. You know, so in the past, you know, the uh, maiden is talking about, you know, my beloved is like mirth and henna flowers or apple trees. You know, apple trees stronger than the flowers, you know. You know, these are expression of her feelings in her enjoyment. They are not a revelation or a vision. You know, feeling is not a revelation or vision. Okay. We need to see that the Lord is full of resurrection power. And that he comes leaping upon the mountain and skipping upon the hills like a young heart full of vigor and vitality. You know, we need to see this. I think that is what Brother is trying to bring us when he was talking about the vital group. Don't think that you can be a mare, a, a horse trying to be vital. That will be all your natural being. We need to see this vision Amen. that this Christ has resurrected. You want to see the vision of resurrection. And then probably continue that we need such further revelation. Knowing the Lord's resurrection, many saints can give such a testimony. However, very few have received a revelation, a vision of the Lord coming like a young heart full of vigor, leaping upon the mountains and skipping upon the hills. This indicates that the Lord is leading us to see the vision of resurrection and is bringing us out of our personal spiritual experience and enjoyment so that we may go forward with him in resurrection. Oh, I hope we would all want to go forward with him in resurrection. This, listen, this is the Lord's call to us today. The Lord is calling us today to go on with him in resurrection. And then he continued to say, experiencing death in order for us to know resurrection. We must experience death in order to know the Lord's resurrection. Paul was spiritual, but he also needed to experience many sufferings, including prison. Paul was transcendent. He was not bound by the environment on the earth because he knew resurrection. And he knew how to apply resurrection power to his suffering of imprisonment. You know, don't you think today, you know, after two or three years of being in prison, were you in prison? You know, every day I see my grass growing. You know? I never noticed that the grass in my garden grows because I never see it. You know, but when I'm in prison, I was wondering, man, how come the Lord stopped all this? You know? But the Lord probably wants to bring us even a step higher than before. Don't you think so? This pandemic, brothers and sisters, 
is full of the sovereign will of God. To bring us through all this. So that we together can go on with the Lord. So that we can actually be conformed to his death. Our experience of the Lord's death has also these two aspects. You know, as descendants of Adam, we have both his God-created humanity, but also his fallen and sinful human element. However, okay, that part we need to see. You know, you want to see the heavenly vision. You should also see the vision of the self. Okay, so this is the part. Sometimes we thought that when we believe in the Lord, everything is okay. You know, now we are a changed person. You are not a changed person. You are being changed. You're being transformed. You know. However, we also have God's element. This is very important. We also have God's element because we are regenerated by his mercy. We need to experience many by his mercy. We need to experience many revival. How many have many new beginnings because we are still full of mixtures. Hence, the Lord needs to remove the unclean and improper fallen things of Adam and he also needs to put to death the good and proper things of our God-created humanity. Our experience of the Lord's death has also these two aspects. You know. He needs to deal with the God-created portion, good and bad, but he needs to bring us into the resurrection life of this very Christ. You know. And when we are in resurrection, then we will not be constrained because we are in resurrection. Okay. And uh, when I read this, you know, I really pray to the Lord that I would really see this. Because Brother said, our God will never deceive us. Amen. Do you really believe that? You know, sometimes we think our God make a mistake. But he said, our God will never deceive us. He shows us that there are mountains and hills. You know, mountains and hills, you know, if you walk, that's not such a good thing, you know. All right? You like to have a plain path so you don't have to go higher and down, and, you know. So he will show us the mountains and hills on his pathway for us. But they are not a problem to those who are in resurrection. Because it is easy to leap and skip over the mountains and hills. If we remain in our feelings, we will become a weak maiden who is constricted in a spiritless and lifeless room. Hence, he comes to call us out of ourselves to come away and walk with him. This is to enter into his revelation. The revelation of resurrection. You know, the Lord is calling us. Yes, we are going through death, but he's calling us to come out of that situation. Come out of that being constrained situation so that we can walk with him in a pathway of resurrection. Okay. What time is it? Uh, maybe... I will stop speaking soon, but uh, so we can have more time to fellowship, you know. And, uh, and then after that, we may have more fellowship. But uh, as I was telling you, this book touched me very much, and especially the last paragraph of this book. Especially the last paragraph of this book, you know. And so let me read you the last paragraph. If you have your book, you could also read that, you know. The last paragraph is about being broken in order to experience the Lord's death and know his resurrection. He said, we must, we must. That means there is no other way, you know. We must experience the Lord's death and resurrection one day at a time. We are experience the Lord's death and resurrection one day at a time. And one experience at a time. So there is no need to rush. Our spiritual experiences have not been arranged in order for us to remain whole. 
you know, it's not arranged so that we could still be whole. You know? All right? They are for us to be broken and for our human element to be put to death so that we would have a deeper knowing of Christ's death and his resurrection. This is to be delivered from our human element and to let God's element grows within us. Hence, there is no room for wistful thinking in our spiritual journey. Many things are contrary to our desire, cause us grief, and makes us disheartened. This is our path. This is where we grow. And this is also where the new Jerusalem is produced. The new Jerusalem is constructed with precious stones. Precious stones are produced through intense heat and high pressure. We need heat and pressure so that we can be transformed. We need heat and pressure so that we can be transformed. If we realize this, we will be at peace and will rejoice in the midst of a painful experience instead of losing heart. Just as the Apostle Paul, we will be able to say that I may know Christ and the power of resurrection and the fellowship of his suffering being conformed to his death. You know, yesterday, yesterday morning, I was with the trains. That's why I was not here. And we are speaking about the new Jerusalem. And we are talking about the new Jerusalem. It's mainly of the nature of God, which is gold. And uh, when we receive the Lord, we receive this gold nature into us. So we are different from the people of the world. We are very different. We are gold people. We are God men. Okay? And this gold, you know, we don't have to work on it. Gold is gold. But this gold can be developed, right? It can be more and more, you know, as we contact the Lord, as we partake of this divine nature, as Peter said in Second Peter. You know, this gold could actually, you know, be built up into us. And, you know, as this gold is built up in us, we will become part of that gold mountain, which is the new Jerusalem. You know, I love this. You know, when I first heard Brother Lee talk about this, you know, I tried to see, you know, how come Brother Lee doesn't have anything else to talk about? He just loved to talk about new Jerusalem, a triune God, an all-inclusive Christ. I said, there is more thing on the earth than those three things, you know. But Brother Lee's favorite subjects are all in this, you know. But as we go deeper into what the Lord is saying, you know, we can see that we have the nature of God. You know, even this morning, I was very touching you know, that our God loves us so much. He loves us so much that he's willing to give himself to us. But he cannot just give himself to us. He has to go through all those processes. And as Christ and in the Spirit, he is able to enter into us. Don't you think this is wonderful? Oh, this is much better than receiving favor from God. Because the most important favor that our God gave us is himself. Don't you think this is wonderful? He wants to call us his son. Don't you think this is truly a gospel that we all need to know? You know, and the more we know this, I think no one needs to encourage us to go preach the gospel. You know, if you see such an immense vision, you will tell everyone about this. You know, you know when I was working in Dallas, in a Monday morning, you know, people would come, and they would all talk about their vision. But their vision come from televisions. <laughs> okay. They have not much heavenly vision. It's all television from the earth, actually from the deepest part. And the deepest part, it means the deep part of the earth. 
You know, but I said, how come so many of us are afraid to preach the gospel? I think it's because we don't have the vision. The vision is going to make us a different person. And as Brother said quite a few times, when he saw a vision, he was beside himself. Beside himself. And uh, I think in that heavenly vision, the book, when the Lord called Peter and John and James, they saw something. Right away, they leave their jobs and follow the Lord. But then the Lord said, that is not enough. They still need to have that upper room consecration. They need to go higher. Because when they first met the Lord, the Lord is in his human form. There is no resurrection. But in that upper room, the Lord has resurrected. Brothers, we need to go, and sisters included, we need to go and have this vision. Amen. Vision of the resurrection of Christ. Amen. Oh, we must pray hard. You know, time is so short, brothers and sisters. Time is so short. You know, if you look at the whole world, you know, I think maybe the Antichrist is already here. You know, even years ago, brother, he said maybe the Antichrist is already born. You know, so he may be here already. And if you look at the situation in Europe, you know, you know, they are probably going to form these ten toes very quickly. You know. And, you know, the buildings in Jerusalem, they told me all the materials is prepared. And I actually saw it with my eyes because I went under the temple. You know, they excavated a lot. And a lot of materials is already there, you know. You know, so this is like a free fab materials. All they do is just to screw it together and you have the temple. You know. So those are all being prepared by the Lord. But how about you and me? You know? Just to love him is good. It, it's a very good start. You have to love the Lord with the first love. But we must go on with the Lord. And ask the Lord to really show us the vision of resurrection. Without seeing the vision of the resurrection, we will be just trying to endeavor to do all things by our natural ability. But if we see that he is the resurrected one, he is the strongest one, he is the vital one, then we will give ourselves to him to do it in us. Don't you believe that the Lord can do it? He can do it because he is the mighty God. And he is willing to do this. And this is his aspiration. Amen. This is his eternal economy. Amen. He will do it. Amen. But today we just have to be the one that will cooperate with him. Amen. Brother and sister, do you want to be the one that cooperate with him? Amen. We need to do this so that he can have his way. Amen. He said he's coming quickly. Amen. And it's 2,023 years later. And he is still not back. Oh, I just pray that the Lord would really raise us such a recovery. And I always pray to the Lord. Say, Lord, may this recovery be the last recovery. Yes. The recovery that will bring you back. Amen. Don't you all have this aspiration? Oh, it's high time that we all rise up. And allow the Lord to have his way. So may the Lord have mercy on us. I will stop here. So we still have 20 books there, right? You want to bring it up here so we can auction it off. (laughs) Right now the price is $5 each. It may go up if Rick says so. Okay. I'll leave it here so that you can just come pick it up, but be sure to go and pay. I heard it's $5, right? So this is much cheaper than what LSM is saying. And it is cheaper than the, the price mark there. It marks $6, right? Huh? Originally $6. Oh, okay. So now it's 5 But it's well worth it. You know, I just love this book. I hope that you would read it, you know, 
you, it will not become a decoration in your bookshelf that you would actually read it from time to time. And I think you'll be like me, encouraged very much by what the Lord is saying so that he would be able to call us in the pathway of resurrection. May the Lord have mercy on us. Amen. Amen.